Haskell Leadership Podcast with Jeff Barton. Over the past few years, I've been working with all the team at Kensington Aldridge Academy in London and uh, sharing my insights into literacy for what they're worth and learning a great deal from an extraordinary team there. Um, And I've really enjoyed working with them, but nothing prepared any of us, of course, for what happened at the Grenfell Tower there with the school right underneath. And um, I I was back there a couple of weeks ago working with their brand new teachers and had an opportunity to talk to David Benson, who you're going to hear in in a moment from. Uh, the head teacher there, in what do you do when your school, for terrible traumatic reasons, has to close and has to move to a new temporary site. He explains what that means for his leadership, and it's it's, it's an amazing story. Then you're going to hear from Suzanne O'Farrell. She's our specialist at Askell. And we just reflect on what this year has taught us about the new exams, both at A-level but also at GCSE, and whether it was as volatile as we had predicted. And finally, I was in... Leicester, uh, where I'm now based, talking to the head of a great community school, wonderful school, uh, Brian Killeen there at the Moat Community College, just getting his insights into what the start of term has been like. So this is the new podcast. I hope you find it useful. I'm going to try and do it once a month or so, talking to different people. And uh, all the best for you for the, uh, for the coming term. David Benson, uh, Principal, Kensington Aldridge Academy. Okay, so you had this extraordinary, uh, turbulent time, but you start with a great note of optimism here. Just tell us what's been happening over the summer uh, in terms of getting the school ready. So the school, as people know now, has been impacted badly by the Grenfell Tower fire, uh, and unfortunately we're not able to use our uh, normal building. Um, So we are building a a temporary school uh, about a mile away um, uh, next to Burlington Danes Academy, and the DFE have been working quickly over the summer to assemble a porter cabin village of, of uh, classrooms uh, fit for a thousand students in September. Great. So it's going to be uh, the spirit of the other school, the intrepidous spirit, in a temporary school. Yeah, so the the school, as we've been saying to, to, to the students and, and, and to the parents, and this has really resonated with them and they're, they're very much behind us, the school is a lot more than the physical uh, buildings the school is about the relationships between the teachers and the students and also the subject knowledge and the professionalism expertise of the staff so um, we're optimistic and we're confident that that actually the standard of education the quality of teaching is going to be remarkably unaffected um, by the move uh, to the temporary accommodation and we're also fortunate that as temporary accommodation goes it is an excellent learning facility so it's got state-of-the-art science labs dance studio uh, food technology classrooms, um, all of the specialist teaching facilities that you would expect. Last last question. Uh, what's this taught you about leadership? Are you, your own leadership or the, the role of your leadership team or middle leaders? Just reflect on that. It's, the main thing it's, it's taught me is uh, about the importance of having a, a staff team, a staff body who are aligned around what the values of the school are and who are brilliant at what they do and and who are committed to to the students and to each other. Because with a disaster of the magnitude of of Grenfell, the only way the school was able to respond um, as as strongly as it did and to keep going uh, and and to set up now for an important year ahead is, is because of how brilliant the staff were. It couldn't have been about you know the head teacher or the senior leadership team or even the middle leadership team is about every single teacher knowing what to do um, and wanting to do it and working together. 
And how about you personally? How, how, how did you deal with some of the, the hardest bits of that? I, I was very lucky in that I had a lot of people um, looking out for me and, and helping me and a lot of support. So I had a brilliant governing body uh, and I have excellent deputy heads. And, um, you know, it, when it became hard, I was there to support the staff, obviously, but in the moments where I, you know, was upset or, or struggling, I had people there to, to support me. Yeah. Great. All the best for the year ahead. Thanks. Susanna O'Farrell, Curriculum and Assessment Specialist for ASCL. So we, we've got another exam season uh, behind us, Suzanne, uh, and we, knew, we know there's lots of change going on at A-level and uh, GCSE. So let's talk about the A-levels uh, first of all. Uh, overall, from your point of view, uh, how did it go? I think overall it was reassuring above all for um, schools and for students and parents because results were largely similar. So even though we had the reformed qualifications, we were given reassurance that under the old system, a student who would have got a B would, by and large, get a B under this system. And that seemed to play out and what happened. Unfortunately, you know, most of those students then will have got the results that they need to enable them to access higher education. So although there was a slight dip maybe in the, some of the very top grades for the reformed subjects because we've now moved to um, linear, um, overall they were la la results were comparable with, with um, previous specifications under the sort of legacy rules before linearisation. I guess one of the trends is we're, we're kind of waving goodbye across the system to ASs, I suppose, aren't we? Yeah, I, I think that, I think we've yet to see how that policy will play out because when we look at this year's results for the vast majority of pupils even though they were linear some schools will have had a policy whereby pupils were entered for those ASs to give them a, a taste of external examinations to give them some indication as to how they were going to perform and to help with support their university application but pressures of funding and time meaning to, to devote to linear qualifications mean that that over time as we go through all the reforms will not be there. So although the pass rate was only marginally down overall at A-level this year, I think that will be something to watch and there were some early indications of trends going forward that the, or the elimination of that staging post um, and that uh, key fee formal feedback at the end of year 12 will be something that could end up making it a sort of all or nothing situation for year 13 students at the end of two years of study next year and the following year. Now, the last one, we've taken uh, our tone, in a sense, from what Ofqual was saying about the new GCSEs, and they used the word volatility, and we were warning people that there was going to be volatility across the system and make sure your parents, and particularly your governors, are aware. It, it felt a little bit of a damp squib, didn't it, on the day of GCSE results? Um, yeah, I think it did overall because of the anchoring of the... Um, the 1 and the G and the 4 and the C and the 7 and the A. When you look at the volatility graphs that Ofqual have produced, you can certainly see there is slightly more volatility around the English language than there is for maths, for example, or the English literature. That could be explained by student lots, um, you know, two-thirds of the year 11 population moving from IGCSEs to the reformed GCSE. It could be explained by um, teachers getting to grip with a new qualifications, a new way of assessing, the new technical requirement, you know, the technical requirements of the English language paper. So, yeah, there is slightly more volatility. And we were certainly coming across some schools who've had bigger swings and also bigger differences between their English language and English literature results, which you also wouldn't expect. So I think, it, again, it's something to sort of monitor going forwards, really. 
my name's Brian Colleen. I'm the principal at Moat Community College. So just tell us about Moat Community College here in Leicester. What kind of school is it and what community does it serve? Uh, we're a school in the, the Highfields area of Leicester. So it's a, a school with, with high levels of deprivation. Uh, lots of our students are EAL, um, mainly from a, uh, an Indian or Pakistani background, but a substantial number of Somali students as well. Um, uh, high levels of deprivation in the area, um, but but a, a community that that wants the students to do well at the same time. So we, our our, our battle is to give our parents the the knowledge and the support to be able to support their children because they want they want the children to do well and to ensure that our children um, don't don't pick up those street values that are outside the door um, and and turn them on to education, uh, and that's that's the the line we walk really. And so what kind of things would you do in school to kind of give a, a sense of why education matters? Um, we do, we, we've done an awful lot of work in the last couple of years around, around values and culture to try and be very explicit about what our values are, what we expect in school. And that obviously links to behaviour, but it, it's broader than that. It's about, it's about encouraging good, good actions as well as avoiding bad actions. So we're very explicit about that. We're very um, explicit about ambition and about careers and, and possibilities for the future and, and being, being open to that and giving our children experiences to, to, um, to guide them in, in, towards those, those good choices. Okay. Uh, last question. So you've been head here two years. Yes. Uh, just tell us what what role did you have before you came here, and what's the biggest satisfaction of working here? Uh, I was vice principal at Judge Meadow before, which is another school in the city. Um, the, the, the big, I mean, the job has been incredibly challenging, um, but I've loved it. I've loved the two years. Um, it, it's the it's the the challenge of of building a school. Or to, uh, leading a staff to build a school that that can really change the lives of the students in our community. The community needs the school to be brilliant. That that's what the the, the parents and the students need us to be. And it's 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 doing that really is 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 what motivates me. Oh, great. Well, thanks for inviting me here. Pleasure pleasure to be here. Oh no, thanks, Jeff, and thank you for coming. The Askell Leadership Podcast with Jeff Barton.